When all was said and done at the DAC Fitness Club's 2022 Indoor Triathlon, there were two familiar names at the top of the heap. Chris Moyer in the men's division and in the women's division, Maeve Baloney, both of whom had won before. Moyer and Baloney were also part of the team that won the grueling edge gauntlet this year. I'm Kim Solarski, and in this episode of Heard in the Lobby, we'll hear from these inspiring member athletes, learn what motivates them to be their best, and get their advice. Chris Moyer, Maeve Baloney, it's great to have you here. So how does it feel to have your names in the annals of DAC history? It's, it's an honor. There's so many fantastic athletes that walk through the door every day and that have walked through the door of the DAC for more than 100 years. So it's, it's humbling, it's gratifying, and it's motivating. Dave? I'm honored every day that I get to walk through these doors and be surrounded by such phenomenal athletes and also the people that run our athletic department. Um, we're all in really good hands here and just being surrounded by uh, good uh you know, friendly competition and, you know, people with similar uh, mindset is very humbling and exciting every day. Yeah. I wonder, was that what attracted you to the DAC? Was the athletic element? No, definitely. So my husband had been a member, Rob had been a member here for over a decade Mm. uh, before we got married and I was lucky to slide on in here uh, as soon as we got married during COVID. Um, But I know that that was a huge Um, appeal to him uh, years back. Um, He had worked out in uh, various gyms and a lot of those people that he met uh, over the years ended up actually joining the athletic club as well and Mm. followed suit and he's uh, never regretted it. Not once. He's a great athlete too. Rob is somebody that we get to we're on the same edge team together uh, and I get to compete against him during the winter every every week on Mondays and Thursdays at the Beavers. So he's he's a great friend and a great competitor, too. Both of you have been athletic since childhood. Would that be a fair assessment? Yeah. You were, you were a swimmer. Did you do any other sports? Yeah, no. My mom put us in the pool at a very young age, and we stuck with that. She thought it was the safest. Probably a fair assumption. I'm quite clumsy. I mean, we really fit well in the water um we never had any problems i'm speaking about my brother and i he was Mm -hmm. also a swimmer growing up and we lived at the pool during the summer you know we always looked forward to the athletic club um swim meets every week and we yeah it was part of my my entire life changed me into who i am did you swim in in high school or college? Yeah, so I swam through uh, well through my freshman year of college. I went mm-hmm. to Michigan State University and I swam there for a year. Um, it was a great experience. Um, at that point in my life, I feel like I was kind of at a crossroads, a little mm. love hate. You know, I had spent how many years uh, competing at an extremely high level, and um, I made the decision to end my swimming career then, um, after my freshman year, but took a few years off from swimming, and I would say actually once I started coming to the athletic club with Rob is when I actually got more involved back in the pool, and it reignited my love for the water. Yeah. Chris, you've traveled the world playing your sport. 
uh, I, I've, sports has, has always been a, an, an integral part of my life, and I'm so grateful to my parents for encouraging and supporting uh, everything that my sister and I uh, had the opportunity to do. My sister, is a, like Maeve, is a tremendous swimmer, was a high school All-American, won the, uh, the 200 freestyle three times in the state of Michigan. So really, we should be pulling up a chair for her. But um, uh, I had the opportunity to play baseball, basketball. Soccer is my true passion, true sport, and had some success in my life playing soccer and and I and I did swim as well my I I, I did that without the 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 talent that my sister Kathleen or Maeve has but but certainly love it uh being able to swim uh being able to run although my body hurts when I run these days uh is uh that that balance lent itself to moving into triathlons There are a lot of people that are athletes in high school, but they were really good athletes in high school, in college, and after college. They've just never stopped. They've just never stopped moving. They've never stopped doing races. They've never stopped competing. I mean, which is, you know, and then for, you know, 90% of the people that do high school athletics, they kind of stop after after high school. I mean, but both of the, I know Maeve swam at Michigan State. I know Chris played soccer at William & Mary. But even after their collegiate careers were done, they just they just kept right on rolling. Do you recognize that voice? That's someone who has seen you both in action over a period of years. Scott Decius, president of the DAC Fitness Club and a true admirer of your accomplishments. So tell us about your daily regimen, both of you. I wouldn't say I'm a seven day a week kind of gal. Mm-hmm. Um, gotta have some rest trickled in there. Um, I pick and choose my days, um, especially in the summer when you know it's so beautiful outside. I'm not going to stick to you know the Sunday day off or something. I mean, on the weekends, I probably will catch uh, Rob and I out on our bikes around the points, or maybe riding our bikes down to the club. We run into Chris all the time and Sarah, his beautiful wife, walking the dogs all summer long um but yeah i don't know weekly schedule let's see i'm typically an after work kind of gal when it comes to getting my workouts in but they are focused around the classes that the athletic club offers so i really love coming to our friday morning sweat class with hana it's a staple see you there tomorrow see you tomorrow yep 7 15 uh, on friday mornings we've got a great crew there hana is our uh it's also our coach we always joke that rob bar was our coach for the edge challenge but hana is like our coach 2.0 we have two coaches we're very lucky to have both rob and hannah yes absolutely um so yeah that's definitely a guaranteed morning workout for me i also enjoy the monday and wednesday evening classes with hannah basically hannah's number one fan um (laughs) but no i mean the athletic club has so many great classes that they offer i love yoga with um liz 
on Mondays and Wednesdays as well, vinyasa flow. Um, I definitely try to circle in like different workouts, not trying to do the same thing every single day. I think it's super important that you get some variety thrown in there. So not just intense hit classes, but you know, making time for the stretching and the recovery is equally as important as uh, getting those 45 minute sweat sessions in. Excuse and you're me. also doing yoga, Chris. I do right? yoga. Among many things. I do yoga. I should do more yoga. Always. So, uh, you should always be. Oh. Stretching is so important in athletic performance and in, in just general health. And what makes yoga so special is not you are you are stretching, but there's a mindfulness element which is very very critical. There's a breath control element. Um, I'm not very flexible, but honestly, the hardest part of yoga for me is is that is the is the mental focus mm-hmm. and the breath, uh, which which I think is kind of indicative of how important and how challenging yoga really can be. Uh, but I, I'm so grateful to to my wife who helped in, um, integrate that into my athletic regime and and make that part of my practice. And just talking about it reminds me that I need to do it a little bit more. I know, I know. <laughs> but, but you're you're no slough, you know. You're doing all kinds of things, right? I, I, you know, this is. I am so fortunate to be able to 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 play lots of sports, to to be an active person. I've had some injuries in my life, but I'm going to play until I can't play anymore. And so. Uh, last night, represented the DAC uh, against the Gross Point Yacht Club in a, in a pickleball challenge. It's, uh, that was a that was a joy tonight. Uh, myself and another DAC member, John Sheets, we play in a volleyball league. Uh, we we're in the semifinals, and if we win, we'll be in the finals tonight at, right. at Z's Villa, representing the club. And we've won it that league before. Um, Beavers basketball. Still play some soccer. Not at the level that I used to, but still get to play. Squash is fantastic. Our, our pro Mick is just the best. Uh, so I play sports, and typically my training is designed to help me function on the court or the field uh, or this, this, the, you know, wherever, I'm, wherever I'm playing my event. Uh, at times, punctuated around races whether it be a, a, a running race like the marathon or the triathlon I will alter parts of my training to incorporate more biking more swimming uh, I love our spin classes here um, so I, tr- I, I setting a goal is critical for me to then tailor the what I need to do from a training and, and athletic performance perspective you're both fitness club members. Um, they're always doing something. <laughs> they're, they're biking. They're doing, you know, wall yeah. climbs. They're doing. They're doing all kinds of things, and so that's that's an active element. But then you have a whole fitness activity life beyond that, beyond you know workouts or classes. Could we talk a little bit about? I want to talk about both Tough Mudder and the Edge, but let's start with the Edge and that whole program that run up um, that leads to the Gauntlet. Uh, Maeve, you want to start? Sure. Yeah. So uh, the Edge program um, every year, right after the New Year, uh, the fitness club reaches out or the athletic department reaches out to members and puts uh, the flyers up and the word out that the edge is on the horizon um, it's a uh, program uh, tailored to there are excuse me there are 
teams, groups of teams. Last year we had eight team members. This year we had ten. It was a huge turnout on uh, the member basis. Um, What's our team name again? The for the beavers with three exclamation That's points. Right. Can't forget the three exclamation points. Excuse me. I definitely don't say it as well as the guys who are in the pool uh, every week. Yeah. Beavers! <laughs> um, but, you know, I have the pleasure of um, being on the team with Chris, my husband, and a bunch of our buddies as well. Um, but, you know, we tailor to... Um, it's not just a fitness competition about, you know, New Year's resolutions, like losing weight, dropping the weight, but it's really focused around I mean that's a bonus but it's just um, I don't know trying to get in you know tip top shape elevating your lifestyle you know it's going to be a lifestyle change it's not going to be um, temporary it's not going to be just over the course of eight weeks we're hoping that this is something that you know carries on throughout the rest of your life Um, I know that um, last year was my first time participating and the conversations that we had amongst each other and our coaches, Rap Bar in particular, some of those conversations have carried over into my life outside of just our physical fitness. Um, I've incorporated some of that advice and to um, my career. And oh, can I you tri- think of an example? This is interesting. Ah, uh, let's see. Um, oh, well, here. Um, one of my favorite things is Rav Bar loves the, you know, you just have to be 1% better every day. There, There's the mic drop, Rav Bar. 1% better every day. Um, and I recently got a, a promotion at work, and um, I would like to think that that little bit of advice got me to where I am. It wasn't an overnight uh success story I put in the work for the last few years and it's really paid off probably also due to um, the yoga breath work and being able to stay (laughs) calm in my interview may have also helped but you know that's just a phenomenal program and I look forward to participating in it next year as well yeah I would just picking up on what Maeve said and I Rob Barr's sentiment of one percent better every day is 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 so accurate the edge leading up to the gauntlet is this punctuated time period of really focused intense physical activity and you are competing with your teammates you're competing against yourself you're competing against those other teams and so being at your one percent best one percent better every day is really critical rest is important too i i don't there is nobody that should be working out seven days a week week after week after week you need time to let your body recover that's a part of the program the nutrition is part of the program that nicole and rob and every coach that that puts on um uh, the the edge program uh, really instills in us. Additionally, recovery uh, is 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 really critical. And Lauren, uh, Dr. Steve down in the recovery center, they're 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 both coaches and uh, help us achieve that peak physical performance. But after the gauntlet's over, which is you know eight weeks of routine, consistent working out at your top level, then it's one day of a, of a hyper-focused uh, gauntlet. Literally. <laughs> literal yeah. gauntlet of obstacle course, uh, cardiovascular strength and speed all matched up in, in, in one um, team 
teams go through this obstacle course and, and do their best. After that, take a break. I took a break. Uh, you, you need to do that. 12 months out of the year, you're not always competing at the highest level. You look at the NFL, you look at the NBA, you look at any sport, the English Premier League, the MLS, they take time off. People's need to to rest, recharge, and then find that next goal, that next level of getting better. So that's that's a real critical element. Absolutely. At some point in everybody's life, you're no longer the top swimmer. Um, your body is Maeve changing. Maeve still is. Maeve's, oh, Maeve guys. is still the top swimmer. Absolutely. <laughs> we must clarify that. Um, but athletics maybe takes on a different role in your life. Um, maybe competition isn't as important. Maybe it's more about how can I live better longer, as, as Rob says, you know, how can I make the quality of my life better? So you feel like you're kind of getting to that stage, Chris? I am firmly both feet planted in that stage of my life, and I'm very fortunate that I still get to compete uh, at the DAC and elsewhere and, and do the best I can every single day. But my best athletic days are behind me. I know that. And changing the perspective on what I want to accomplish is critical. Now, I'm still going out there to try to win the triathlon. I'm still going out there on the basketball court to, to try to, to help my team win the, the, the DAC basketball title, the, the Beavers, uh, my soccer team. I'm going to be my best on that day. And that cuts across sports to life. Whatever we, we have, you know, each day we have our, an opportunity to be the best version of ourselves. And then we get to start over the next day and try to do it again. Um, it's, it's not always easy. Not every day I'm the best version of myself in sports, in life, whatever. Uh, but having a background in athletics and knowing that, it, that I don't, just because I don't run as fast as I did 15 years ago, doesn't mean that I, I don't have the opportunity to be my best self. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think that my, again, our, like, I think the competitive edge in us is like ingrained in us. Like we can't, we can't get away from that no matter how hard we try, but it's great. I mean, it has its, its benefits for sure. Um, yeah, me too. I, I, don't really com- compete at that level anymore, you know, outside of the edge or um, the triathlon. Um, the free press marathon is a big one that, you know, I'm looking forward to each year. Um, hopefully, I'm able to run uh, with, you know, nursing some foot injuries. Hmm. But we'll get there, and I'm going to get there slowly but surely. Um, but I have a similar outlook. I think that. I think a, f- a phrase, excuse me, that really sticks with me is, I don't have to do this. I get to do it. Oh, so I, love that. I don't have to be number one. Like, I don't have to win the free press marathon. And God forbid, I, I wouldn't, even if I wanted to. <laughs> um, um, but, like, I get to do it. And I get to finish this race. And I get to run those 13.1 miles or 26.2 miles. And I think that that's just, that's something that I, I think about every single day, um, n- not just in fitness, but everything, you know? It's a gift. That's yeah. right. Life, yeah. life is a gift. Being able to compete is a gift. 
um, yeah, that's such a great way to look at it. Yeah, kind of shift the mindset, you know, can't beat myself up too hard anymore. Let's pause here for a quick break. They amaze me every single time I see them in here because it's not just, uh, oh, hey, I'm just going to slump around and do, uh, you know, just a, a workout just to get in here and just to say I did it. They actually, they really put in the work, you know, they, you know, give everything that they can every single time they come down here and it's maximum effort. And that's why, you know, they did so well and what they did, you know, with the indoor triathlon, especially is, you know, they just surpass everybody just simply because they push themselves to be better every day. And it's definitely um, inspiring when I see them. That's DAC's health and wellness director, Nicole Pivover, yet another one of your fitness fans and someone whose business it is to know what it takes to succeed. Maeve, Chris, what words might you have for a fellow member who hasn't necessarily been athletic all their lives? Maybe they're approaching one of those big round number birthdays, or perhaps they write about the edge and the gauntlet and think, nah, not for me. Any wisdom to share? I would say that there are two things that on, the, on their surface might seem contradictory, but I think they, they actually help uh, push people to, to, into a, an opportunity to do something that that extends themselves. And one is find something that you do like or even love doing from an active perspective. Maybe you love riding the bike. Maybe you love going on a walk. And uh, uh, maybe you are loving to start playing pickleball. Whatever it is, find something that you love and then ask yourself how I can get better at that how I can push myself to be just that 1% better, as Rob Barr always likes to say. Uh, you, you know, you, you, if you get in the pool, if you get on a, on, on a tennis court, whatever it is, uh, do your best. And so find something you love and then do your best at it. I, I think uh, we all know that, we're, you know, that we're not going to win an Olympic gold medal like Peter Vander Kay. <laughs> uh, we're not George Haggerty and have um, dozens of squash championships uh, on, our, on, on, on the name or Mike Bernard, who's won nine triathlons. But we can do uh, we can each do our version of the, our best wise words. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think getting started really is just the hardest part. I feel like once you get going, the I mean, the benefits of just moving your body, like it's far exceeds um, the effort that it took to, I don't know, just hop in your car and get down here, you know, just get off the couch. You're just going to feel so much better um, in and outside of the gym. I know, like waking up every day, like I just, I can breathe better. You know, my knees don't hurt walking down the stairs, hopefully. Okay, maybe right now <laughs> yeah. they do after the tough mutter, but um, no, the benefits in the long, yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you, I know, Rob's poor foot is just a mess. Oh boy. Um, but, you know, it's in the long, the long run, your body's going to thank you for it. It's just going to increase your quality of life. It really does. Well, and, and for, for us, for members, we have the best, you know, support services. Yeah. We have the trainers. We have the coaches. We have Dr. Steve. Mm-hmm. A member recently said uh, 
another member I spoke to said uh, he was her her body doctor. You know, yeah. like yeah. he was in charge of <laughs> yeah. everything. Yeah. And uh, so that you know, to me, that would be an encouraging way to enter into something that you haven't been. If you've got the the facility, if you've got the people who are going to back you up, um, who are going to help you when you're sore, you know, who are going to who are going to be there for you and guide you. We've got everything here really to, to to be in great shape. And I'll just say this: nobody should ever beat themselves up if they start something and then they take a day off, a week off, a month off. You can always come back to it. It's like yoga. You're going to lose the mental focus. You're going to lose the breath. Come back to it. If you started a program where you were saying, "I'm going to, I'm going to get to, I'm going to run a marathon," and you you got tired, or you you got you hurt yourself after getting to eight or nine miles, that's okay. Adjust your goals. Come back to it. There is nothing wrong with taking a day off or a period of time off and coming back to it. Maeve Baloney, Chris Moyer. Thank you so much. We appreciate you, your accomplishments, and you're taking the time to tell your stories. That's it for this episode of Heard in the Lobby, the official podcast of the Detroit Athletic Club. This podcast is a production of the DAC Communications Team. Our series is engineered and edited by Martin Bandyke. Thanks to Aaron Hill and Ben Mangus. I'm Kim Solarski. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.